Jewish Audio on Chabad.org. Quick, make a decision. You got to decide right now, what are you going to do? How do we deal with these moments in life when we have to make a choice? What informs the decisions that we make? How do we come to the proper conclusion? On a daily basis, multiple times a day, we interact with people, we go through life, and we have to make various decisions. What drives our decision-making? What informs our conclusion? How to move forward and what to do? Everybody has a default. Everybody has a baseline. And that baseline is what ultimately propels us and motivates us to go in certain directions. In this week's Torah portion, we are introduced to a group of people who made a terrible mistake, a tragedy that is felt until today. What was their mistake? You see, they were told to go check out the land and come back and give a report. They were meant to be based on a core belief, faith, and trust in God that everything will be okay and we will make it to the promised land. The purpose of the trip was maybe to discover how, what is the best way, what is that land all about. But their baseline, the foundation of everything needed to be their trust and faith in God that everything will work out. But that was their drastic mistake. They based their decisions not on what God says, not on God's agenda, but on their own struggles and insecurities. They came back and told the Jewish people, we're not going to Israel, we're not going to make it. That was a terrible mistake because they based their decision not based on God's vision and God's desires and God's purpose and mission that he has given us, but rather they based it on their own misconceptions and mistaken understanding. The message here is clear. It's never a question of if, it's always a question of how. There is no if. If God said it's happening, we know it's happening. If Hashem said it's going to be good, we know it's going to be good. The only question is, how do we navigate it? How do we deal with the obstacles that come in between? But the ultimate decision, the ultimate reality we know is going to be exactly as Hashem has determined. So what is your baseline? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. When we deal with a decision we have to make, what determines my response? Do I come from a place of how do I feel about this? What do I think about this? How does my limited logic and my troubled feelings determine how I feel about this? Or whenever we have to make a decision in life, we come from a place of what does Hashem say about this? What does Hashem want? What message did Hashem give me in His holy Torah? Whenever a Jew encounters a obstacle, a challenge, a difficulty, or any moment of questioning where a decision needs to be made, we need to refer back to our default status, our baseline of the will and desire of Hashem. Ratzayin Hashem is what determines and drives the decisions we make. This was the terrible mistake of the spies, and this is the lesson for us. The next time you face a challenge, you face a question, don't ask yourself, how do I feel about this? Before you get to that, that may be important, but before you get to that, ask yourself, what does Hashem want from me in this situation? Lean back, fall back on that baseline, on that default, and everything will be beautiful, and you will surely arrive at the promised land. This week's story is an awesome story, such an uplifting story, which takes us to a moment where a young man was at a place where he needed to make a decision very, very quickly, And that decision came simply from the place of what does Hashem want for me in this moment? 
Before I share the story, I just want to mention the source of this story. The source of the story is a prominent rabbi in Israel whose name is Rav Yosef Tzvi Ramon. Rav Yosef Tzvi Ramon is the chief rabbi of a town in Israel called Alon Shvut. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning who is the person who shares this story is because it's a funny anecdote that went wild in the news just a few weeks ago about this Rabbi Yosef Tzvi Ramon. And this story took place recently when Israel was very proud of a young woman by the name of Noah Carell, who had an iconic performance at the Eurovision in Liverpool, England. And on her way back, a funny and unexpected incident happened on the plane where the Pilots decided to put on all of the screens on the plane a congratulations to Noah Carell for the wonderful performance that she did at Eurovision. And she was actually sitting next to a rabbi who turned to her and said, who is this person, Noah Carell, that they're congratulating on the screen? And this famous Israeli celebrity turned to the rabbi and said, oh, that's me. And uh, interestingly, this went viral, where the entire Israel was kind of surprised that this rabbi had no idea that the person sitting next to him was this famous celebrity that the whole Israel was following. And of course, the rabbi inspired her throughout the flight, and they spoke all about her observance of Shabbat. But let's go back to the story that I want to share with you today. Another story that happened with Rabbi Yosef Tzvi Ramon, a story that happened quite a few years ago, but a story that is just as relevant today. This story is about the Schlesinger family. The Schlesinger family lived in Alonshvut, but this particular time of the summer, they were vacationing in northern Israel. At the time, their 28-year-old son, Elisha, was unable to join them for their vacation because he was busy working and studying in a different part of the Holy Land. But he decided, you know what, it's going to be really nice to join my parents for Shabbat. I'm going to travel all the way up to northern Israel to spend some time with them. As he was making a long three-hour trip to catch up with his family for that vacation, he noticed throughout the drive that he needed to refuel and get some more gas but he unfortunately as he sped towards his destination he kept on missing the turnoffs to all the multiple gas stations after passing five gas stations he finally decided you know what i better pull into the next one because i need gas as he pulls into the gas station and looks at his watch it was three hours before shabbat he was only one hour away from the destination the vacation village where his parents were spending shabbat he figured, no worries, time is good, let me get gas, I'll get back and still have some time before Shabbat to relax and prepare. As he was filling up his car with gas, he noticed a woman with small children standing next to their car, noticeably very upset and distraught. He approached her and he asked her, can I help you? And this woman, amidst her tears and overwhelming emotion, looks at this stranger and says, I accidentally filled my car with diesel fuel instead of regular, and now it won't start. Alicia heard these words, and he got really concerned because he knew that there's absolutely no way to remove that fuel. It's going to need professional attention, and there's no mechanics on duty at this station just three hours before Shabbat. What do you do in such a situation? He looked at the women, he looked at the children, and then he asks her, where are you heading? The woman, with anxiety filling her voice, said, I'm going to a town called Alezahav in the Shamron. Elisha knew exactly where that was. That was a little under three hours away. And there was only three hours until Shabbat. This woman clearly needed to get there. But how? No wonder she's frantic. It seemed impossible, stranded alone with her two young children in a gas station three hours away from home when she won't drive in Shabbat. What do you do? This is an impossible situation. Impossible to most people, 
but not impossible to Elisha. He didn't think twice. He quickly triggered his baseline, his inner drive and motivation that comes from one place. What does Hashem want from me in this moment? Without thinking for a second, and without his heart skipping a beat, he held out his car keys to the astounded woman, and he said, here, take my keys, immediately, start driving to Ali Zahav. I just filled up, you have plenty of gas, you'll make it there on time. Here's my cell phone number, let's be in touch after Shabbat, we'll figure out how to get the car back to me, go, go, go. The woman was flabbergasted, dumbfounded, a young man, a total stranger, giving her his car, but she had no time to think. No time to argue. Her children were bawling out of fear. She thanked him profusely. She jumps in the car. She puts her bags in and she takes off our lazahav. In the meantime, Alicia calls his father, explains the situation. His father jumps in the car, promptly comes to pick him up and everybody made it to their respective destinations in time for Shabbat. What a beautiful Shabbat they had together. Alicia with his family, this woman with her family. And on Sunday morning, the woman returns with the car at this vacation village where Elisha was spending Shabbat with his family in northern Israel. When she came over to hand the keys, she met Elisha's mother, and with tears in her eyes, she told her how amazed she was by Elisha's kindness and generosity. Elisha's mother's beaming with pride at her son's gracious nature. How beautiful that is. The woman looks at Elisha's mother and says, how can I thank him? What present can I give him? What does he really, really want? Alicia's mother looked at her and said, do you know what he really, really wants? He doesn't need presents. He needs a wife. When the woman got home, she quickly wrote up the encounter and posted it on Facebook, adding that Alicia was seeking a wife. Ideas came pouring in. One of the first suggestions from the comments was a woman named Naomi. Somebody said, I happen to know a young woman who this story reminds me of. She also is driven by a love for God. She also makes decisions in life based on what God wants from her at that moment. I think that we should really make this happen. And with the help of two strangers, they brought them together. And ultimately, Naomi and Alicia happily got married and today are blessed with a beautiful family. My friends, that wasn't an ordinary Friday afternoon at all. That was a moment when Alicia made a choice to follow his calling, to make a decision not based on what's comfortable for him, not based on what he wants, but based on what Hashem wants from him. I challenge you, make that call, make that decision the next time you have that opportunity.